The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yes, indeed. Hour number two of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're on High House Road at 181 High House Road in Cary at the Habitat Restore here at 909 with the Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783. We'd love to hear from you. Rich has come by to... uh, and with some photos of a problem that he is having. Uh, Pam, we were looking at some junipers, beautiful juniper, a spiral juniper and a pencil juniper. They're very tall, elaborate, a beautiful home. And they, uh, the spiral junipers are a focal point of the house. They're right there at the entrance of the house. And Bartlett has been out and they have diagnosed it as some type of mite. Rich, is that uh, your understanding? Yes, that's need to flip that switch. There we go. Yes, that's my understanding, Mike. And I, I think uh, you know we've had that treated now for a number of years, three, four, five years, and it, the condition seems to have continued to um, in, increase in its intensity. And, and there's many, many um, parts of the the junipers that have that have now died off. Yeah, and of course, uh, many plants. Tom was talking about his. Camellias starting uh, uh, to, or Pam was, about her camellias starting to bloom. There are scale problems and, you know, there are a lot of disease problems that we have to spray for every year. But this looks like that the, the mites are winning. It does. It does. And I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, understand what it is that we might need to do uh, going forward. And, and we also had some unanimous that... Uh, uh, became diseased, and we're wondering yeah. if there's some relation to uh, what it is we have with the juniper, junipers and the anonymous as well. Pam, uh, do you have any insight into into that? I'm thinking that he would probably be better off since this is an ongoing thing that uh, and the the spraying doesn't seem to be working as well right now that he might need to get rid of those and put something in that's more reliable. Well, here's the here's the deal. The the spider mites and the mites are um, there because of lack of air circulation. Uh, basically, they love humid, hot weather. It can be dry, but if it's humid, like last August was <laughs> a month ago, um, then it it's the perfect conditions for them, and they absolutely thrive in that. So, if those spirals 
were out in your landscape somewhere where they had a lot more air circulation around them, a lot more light around them all the time, then you would probably would not have the problems that you're having with these up close to the house. And there, there is a there is there are two walls. There's the front facade and then a a wing, and so it's kind of at an apex. Mm-hmm. So there yeah, is uh, less air circulation. There is right. It's probably pretty soupy in that area. And so, if you want to keep those plants and you value them, then consider having them lifted and putting them somewhere out in the landscape where they're going to get a lot more air circulation. And uh, it won't be quite as, quite as still. The microclimate there is not ideal for them. And you had asked about the euonymus. They are notorious yes. for scale. There's, uh, these are one of the worst plants to put in your landscape. I hate to say that. I hate to bash any plant. It's a different but insect. Euonymus mm-hmm. scale is just that bad. <laughs> I would consider removing those and putting something else in their place. I know that breaks Richie's heart, though, because, <laughs> I mean, these things are gorgeous out in they, front of yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, that, they really, that really are. Is, uh, it, it Pam, really I'm sorry you can't yeah. see them. But uh, do you have any suggestions of what he might replace them with? Oh, gosh, there's so much. But there again, it depends on the site. It depends on where you're putting them. And if you're thinking about putting something back in that same location, you're going to have to be sure, like with the junipers, if you remove those, um, then you're going to have to make sure that you don't put another juniper or conifer relative back in there. Now, there are some upright, beautiful, exclamation mark types of plants that you can put in there, but were you looking specifically for something that's a topiary that's going to give you drama or... Are you just looking for that tall, narrow silhouette? I think we're looking for both, Pam. I think, um, you know, we've got a beautiful home, and, and, and we love our landscape in front, and we're looking for something that is, is just going to continue to, um, you know, be as uh, uh, beautiful as those junipers were. Okay. Then what I would, I would really consider doing is look into some of the little leaf hollies Um, and then something that can still be pruned. Now, I think, if I remember correctly, that at one time Monrovia had some that they had taken and sheared and still gives you that appearance from a distance. But it would look, with the little leaf hollies, it would look like um, almost like boxwood that was sheared and topiaried in that shape because I would stay away from using you, I would stay away from using any of the thuyas, um, those are the arborvitae and things like that, because that same spider mite situation might be problematic there. I really am a fan of the upright Yopon hollies. There's one called Will Fleming I've got in my front yard, and I have to, I have to top that thing every year. It wants to go 10, 12 feet tall, but it's a tight, upright male yew, that uh, will not bury, but, you know, theoretically you could shape it if you wanted to. Um, but there are things, even even something like a sky pencil holly, I think you could get 
a dramatic effect if you worked with someone who really knew what they were doing to do some pruning. I wish that Pearl Fryer was still alive, <laughs> you know. Um, he's the man in Bishopville who used to topiary everything he had. Yeah. And, um, Down in South Carolina. That's, but those yeah, hollies would give you the height that you want right. out in front of your house, yeah. in, in your doorway. You know, your folks entrance. down at uh, yeah. Garden Supply could, could probably uh, help you with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, in Cary, you know, you've got Garden Supply, which is a wonderful. Keith Ramsey's down yeah. there. Um, if you want to go out and adventure a bit, you know, call around to the garden centers. Call call all, all the big ones and ask them what they've got, what they would recommend. Um, and they may even be able to bring in something that's already shaped for you. And Nelson Cox uh, with, over in Fuquay is is really top flight and, and stuff and design like that. Yeah, so, yeah. And they bring in these things from Oregon that have already been topiary, right. you know, all the time. Uh, things that are coming from places like Isley Nursery, um, the big garden centers could bring those in, and, and they could even they may even have people who could do the right. work of transplanting. And, and Logan's has designers. I mean, they have yes. th- who can do specifically stuff like that. So well, they that's terrific. Some ideas. That's terrific. Thanks yeah. so much. And you guys have a terrific show, and Thank I've been you. a listener for 25 years. Oh, and wow. We appreciate Thank that. you very, very much. <laughs> well, Rich, Th- thank, thank you, you for bringing me that wonderful article. On my friend Alex Wilson, the son of Brad Wilson, an old friend. Yeah. And uh, Tom knew Brad well, uh, his father very well. And Tom and, and uh, Alex interned for me. And he's a lawyer and uh, doing a great job as a young man to help his community. You're welcome. Okay, Rich. Thank you, buddy. And, Thanks so much. Uh, stay in touch. We will. Give us a call and let us, please do give us a call and let us know uh, how this is resolved. I'll be happy to. And okay. thanks again, Pam. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Hey, uh, so Tom, you you have something very yeah, special going on. You I, at Lib? Yeah, I do. Uh, we went to get our flu shots the other day, and our nurse Kelly Henderson uh, at our doctor's office walked in and said, "Hey, uh, you guys know some people. I, I'd I'd like to get some help." And I said, "Okay." She said, "You know, during the 2020, during the height of the pandemic." There were all kinds of people that were paying attention to our healthcare heroes, the the men and women in the ICUs and the ERs and hospitals across the area. She said in June, when things sort of opened up a little bit, all of a sudden people quit appreciating these healthcare heroes, yeah. and so she said. Uh, it would be nice if we could get people once again to send some thank you notes to to maybe take some meals to uh, help these people what and show them some, show them some love. Yeah. Uh, and she was telling me about a restaurant that had had sent meals into Western Wake yeah. because they stop food service at eight o'clock at Western Wake. And so if you come on shift at seven, yeah. You chances are you don't get a chance. Anyway, I, the, the the whole idea. I talked to Amy Short, who is the director of emergency services for West, for Wake Med, Big Wake. But all of the hospitals are having the same problems. Uh, they're working as hard now as they ever had. Uh, the the virus seems to be waning just a little bit right this minute. But the hospitals are just as full and more full than ever. The ICUs, the ERs. Uh, they need some recognition. They need some help. And this is something that our listeners here on Weekend Gardener can do. Your church, your civic club, your neighborhood group, 
get together and provide a meal, not just once, but every once in a while. Get yeah. some people together uh, and let's show some love to these healthcare heroes that we've got in these hospitals and ERs across uh, uh, the whole listening area in all of North Carolina. I think that it will pay in dividends because I'll tell you, there's a lot of burnout going on right now. Sure. A lot of nurses, particularly, are leaving the profession right. because they're worried about their own health, for one thing, but also because they're just pure burned out. We already have a, a nurse shortage. Yes. This isn't helping. We can do something here. Excellent, Tom. Thank you very much. Sim McKeever's with us out at the State Farmers Market. How's everything, Sim? Going great. Going great. Beautiful day, I tell you. Can't get no better than this. Yeah, you you bet your life on it, man. We sure can't get better. It, it's uh, what a nice morning. Hey, and everybody check your uh, tire pressures because the tire pressures uh, are going down on your car, and you might not realize it. Uh, just a little tip. And... Uh, do you have, still have any peaches? We do have peaches. Still got peaches coming in. In fact, we're on some of the last varieties, so if you want peaches, be sure to come out in the next uh, week or so. Cause I don't, we won't have them much longer. In fact, a couple of the varieties, uh, uh, Contender and Fair Time. I know when we get to Fair Time, that's, that's one of the last varieties of peaches we usually have. So, You, you know, I heard that the Fair Time peach, uh, uh, well, I say matures, it... Uh, uh, I'm not sure how to describe it. I'm right. trying to think of the word. It, it uh, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. It, it uh, matures or whatever you call it. Ripens. 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 That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Thank you, Rufus. The word man. You always count on a lawyer for a word. <laughs> Sam, we were out there Thursday, and the pumpkins are coming in. Yeah. That's right. We got the uh, the farmers two building is full of plants and pumpkins. Uh, just a Sea of orange down there at the end of the farmer's building. Um, all kinds of pumpkin varieties and sizes and colors. Pumpkin stacks. And if you're not familiar with pumpkin stacks, they're kind of the flatter pumpkins, and you have the bigger ones, and they kind of stack them multicolored, and they, it, it makes a really nice uh, decoration for your home. Um, you got gourds, all kinds of different colored gourds and things. Uh, Indian corn, wheat straw, corn stalks, uh, beautiful moms. Uh, Right now, all, all all different sizes and colors of mums as well. Um, so, yeah, you can come out here and fix up your fall scenes, and uh, it's just getting started. So they'll they'll be here right up to Halloween with pumpkins. But I couldn't find my cabbage collard plants. Your cabbage collard, they, it won't be long. It won't be long. They ain't, they haven't quite got them yet, but they, it won't be. I, there were some it? collard sets, but they weren't the right. They, I want the cabbage collars. Cabbage collars, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they they should be soon. I'll have to check on that. But, yeah, they, it shouldn't be much longer. That's right. Go up to the office and ask ask those folks. Do you up know there. I start? We, we rode past the the little you sh- office. You should have stopped. And I, I should have stopped. I wondered if Sim were there, but we we'd had breakfast and we yeah. wandered around and spent half a day there. So it was time to get home and do some yeah, work. That's right. So Sim, you got uh, you got peaches. That's right. Nah. You don't have uh, cabbage collards. Don't but have cabbage collards yet, but they'll be coming. What else you got? You got uh, apples, of course. That's right. Oh, got yeah. plenty of apples and uh, a lot of varieties coming in now. Gala, Roma, Fuja, Ginger Gold, Honey Granny Crisp. Smith, Red and Gold Delicious, uh, Crimson Crisp. And that was just a few that I wrote down. There's 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 many more that are coming in now. Uh, a lot of our summer crops, come get them while you can um, because we still have those coming in. Tomatoes, squash, cucumbers, 
uh, broccoli, cauliflower, okra, um, eggplant, uh, red and white potatoes, uh, hot and sweet peppers, a lot of cut herbs down there as well, onions. Uh, still got a little bit of sweet corn coming in, not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, got all kinds of greens, turnips, kale, mustard, spinach, and collards. Uh, of course, sweet potatoes are a staple out here year-round. Still got some butter beans and peas coming in. Um, good. Thank goodness. I had some really good Crowder peas the other night. And they, they got several different right now. They got several different varieties of peas down there, too, right, um, right now. Uh, still got, uh, uh, got grapes coming in, muscadine and scuppernong grapes. Uh, lettuce, cabbage, carrots, peanuts. Have some blackberries in right now. Um, mushrooms, honey, salsa. So uh, still a lot of stuff coming. The summer stuff you can still get it, and of course, got the, with the with the fall weather and the pumpkins coming in, it's a great time to come out to the market. You got plants out there this morning? We do. Plenty of trees and shrubs. Uh, some beautiful azaleas down there with some boxwoods, hydrangeas, uh, some butterflies bush uh, and salvia that were blooming down there this morning, uh, camellias, uh, crepe myrtles that are blooming, um, all kinds of herbs and perennials, uh, Japanese maples, uh, fruit trees and bushes, cactus, succulents, and some indoor plants. Uh, and then, of course, we got still got some beautiful cut flowers coming in as well, so uh, several cut flower vendors. All right. What about up in the market shops? Well, up there you'll find all kinds of uh, good... Uh, Farm-raised meats, eggs, cheeses, um, candies, um, baked good items, uh, orange-age, lemonade, ice cream. Um, you've got uh, the North Carolina hammock shop up there, the outdoor furniture and hammocks. Uh, you've got uh, local seafood, bringing in seafood from the coast of North Carolina. Uh, you got 321 Coffee. Um, you, of course, you can go... Uh, Go over to the grill and get you something good to eat, some walking around food. No, they got breakfast and lunch. Um, what else they have, Rufus? <clears throat> I heard they had a silly hot dog named a Rufus dog. <laughs> yeah. Right out of the Bible. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. It's biblical? Rufus, Rufus well, is a biblical Rufus, name. Rufus is biblical. So is one, Festus. One of the cross bears was named Rufus. And after all, Rufus fell backwards to suffer. <laughs> and you are. And he has suffered. Well, how could, how could you name a little baby boy innocent a name like Rufus? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, uh, yeah, they have a lot of a lot of stuff there. Of course, all the you know, the bakery, uh, the market bakery is wonderful, and uh, we've got. Uh, uh, you can get jelly there. It's Linda a bobcat, by the way, named uh, Aphelis Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, if you, you look, be a bobcat. Uh, if you look up Rufus, there's a face of Rufus there. It says Felis Rufus there, too. And there's so. a hummingbird named Rufus. <clears throat> Political Rufus. a handsome Rufus. booker, too. <laughs> all right, so. Um, well, so much for all that. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's like an old country store, the market shop. That's so, right, because yeah. it does have that old country store feel. So uh, a lot of great, great stuff in there, and you can wander around. Different, uh, different vendors in there have different, different products and different things. And uh, go have you a sausage biscuit and egg and grits and so forth at the market restaurant this morning. That's right, State Farm. They were busy this morning, and uh, I bet. quite a few folks sitting out on the patio. Yeah, it's a great time, great, great day to be sitting outside. Um, and great, like you said, great biscuits and a great country cooking, and uh, they're. They open up at six and close at three, 
And, of course, we got the uh, North Carolina Seafood Restaurant that's down below the market shops. Uh, great seafood, give you plenty to eat. Uh, they open at about 11 and close at 8 p.m. I do want to mention seafood restaurants having a little trouble, and anyway, a lot of people are uh, having trouble getting help right now uh, labor-wise. So they're actually closed on Mondays and Tuesdays right now until they can get, get their, their labor situation fixed. So I, d- I did want to mention that. So, uh, But you can, of course, you can go see them Wednesday through Sunday right now. So uh, I just I did want to mention that. Um, and also down below the seafood restaurant, all kinds of uh, great uh, vendors down there as well. Uh, you got uh, spices, farm some farm-raised meats, uh, millhouse engravings to do great song work, kettle corn, uh, lemonade, um, don- uh, donuts. Uh, there's some tropical plants still down there at the end, and there's all kinds of great craft items and baskets and uh, other things down there as well. So be sure to check those out when you come out. All righty. And uh, Super Sod, I'm sure they've been providing folks all around the area with uh, fescue sod. That's right. It's that time of the year. And they uh, they had a they had a good line going this morning uh, with trucks com- coming in, picking up. So, I bet uh, yeah, so. They can help you out with all your, your, your grass needs. And uh, they sell soil and lime and fertilizer and things like that as well for your lawn. And I uh, also want to mention uh, market imports up at the top of the hill above the State Farmer's Market Restaurant, pottery, wrought iron, teak, all kinds of decor for your home. They have a lot of fall stuff in right now uh, for decorating as well, so uh, be sure to go see them and see what they offer. Well, always a pleasure talking to you, Sam. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, doing good. And while I got you all, I do want to put a little plug in for the uh, Meals on Wheels uh, this Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., uh, low-income adults over 60, they're uh, giving out $36 vouchers for free produce that can be spent here at the market. And so it's a great program, and it's, it's done at the Seniors Farmers Market Nutrition Program is what it's done under, and uh, I just wanted to put a plug in for those out there that, that may be interested in coming out. Uh, so it's, it's a great service, and um, hopefully it'll get, get some benefit out of it. I think the weekend gardener is going to be out there the ninth. The ninth, that's right. Is that right? Yeah. So well, that's uh, just in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. How about that? But look forward to. I having see you you're real thrilled been. about it, Sam. Huh? I see you're real thrilled about it. Been talking to the governor. <laughs> yeah. Was well, the governor been talking to you too? Yeah, I was. I was going to. I was going to bring that up. I was like, I didn't. I didn't know you, you were still on. Uh, still, still on there. Still on. Well, Monica knows. Sim, Sim's getting all geared up for the Clemson game today. That's oh, uh, is that what you're worried about? Yeah, Don't worry about that, man. Probably. We got that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, Miss Monica will be out there. She'll take care of everything. Yeah, she'll take care of you. All right, buddy. And we uh, we enjoyed having you out. Monica wasn't there the last time we were out there, and uh, and y'all were y'all were out. Uh, you and a lot of people. Yeah. So we uh, we appreciate always what the farm, farmer's market does for all of us. Have you seen the commissioner lately? Uh, I have not. I, okay. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, and but I have not I have not seen him. But well, you t- said he was out here eating at the seafood restaurant the other I day. Probably so, uh, well, Sim, take care, buddy. Working. Take care, buddy. All right, y'all have a good weekend. We'll be back.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, 9.38 WPTF time. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clamp and Rufus Edmonston. Uh, Tom Campbell is with us, and uh, Chrissy Salestad is here because we're at uh, one of the um, wonderful places in, in Cary and the Triangle that uh, helps so many people, the Habitat Restore, uh, 181 High House Boulevard. Very, very easy to get to. We're just down the road from um, from Garden Supply, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, longtime friends and sponsors down there. So, uh, Chrissy, uh, what are, please describe the store and, and some of the things you have. It's really just multifaceted, uh, so many different things. It's overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is actually uh, one of our smallest stores here in Cary. Uh, most of our stores are larger than this. Uh, this store, uh, even though it's small, packs a lot in. So we yeah. have a lot of uh, donated items. Um, and because we're in Cary, I mean, we get really amazing items in from the public. We get a lot of furniture, home goods, um, some construction items, not as many here, um, but a lot of great stuff to uh, bring in home decor and things uh, to decorate Paint. your house. We do have paint yeah. now here, so um, and we have our we have our cabinet program in this store, which is a, a really uh, great um, addition to this store specifically um, that helps uh, raise money for for this area because we are bringing in brand new cabinets um, into the market, and it's a, it's a great program because we have the same distributors as uh, big retailers in the area, um, but we are able to bring that nonprofit discount to our customers, and so we have uh, new designers who have just joined the team, and so we are able to design and lay out like a kitchen and put together an entire kitchen with cabinets, and then we also have the paint um, and we're going to at some point get flooring into the store as well so you can basically redo your entire kitchen um, and from the, a lot of the items that we have here in the store. Real metamorphosis of, of these stores over the, the decades now that y'all have been around. Oh yeah absolutely yeah we've we've continued to add items that we can sell um, and and as the, the public's learned about what we do uh, we get more and more donations and and really great items. I'm always surprised at what people are willing to donate um my entire house is pretty much decorated with items from the restores um and so it's really really great products that again go back to uh helping our mission yeah and and it 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 varies uh the types of furnitures the styles the quality so forth yeah some you you gotta you gotta come to the restore at least once a month. Everything yeah. turns over That's so right. fast. Oh, yes. I mean, and and I will say this. If you see something you like, <laughs> better get it. you better get it because it won't be there a week from now. We've had so many people come in, and they're like, oh, man, I was going to buy this thing, and it's, now it's gone. And we're like, I know. I'm so sorry. Like, if you don't get it. Yeah, yeah if you see it, you, you better grab it because somebody else will, will definitely buy it quickly. Well, Tom has been looking over there and talking about that old restaurant seating table there yes. that little restaurant mm-hmm. booth he's, yep. he's got to have that somewhere somebody's going to get it right, if, right. I bring, put that on oh, yeah. the patio? if i bring that thing lib lib will just kill me <laughs> so what are we going to do with it but i'll tell beach. you what and it's only 55 bucks yeah. I mean. oh yeah 
And then we have our color discount system. So every on um, the first and the fifteenth of every month, um, the color discount changes so that things will go down twenty percent off, forty percent off, sixty percent off. And then you know, so that if it's not you know right in your budget right at the beginning, now again you might miss out. Someone might be willing to pay that full price, uh, but if not, if it sits here longer, it'll go on discount. Another thing that just fascinated me back in the back is they've got you know how. You go into dorm rooms or uh, children's small children's bedrooms. They've got one of these things that's custom built. It's got a bunk at the top, and then da- you have a little ladder to climb up to your bunk. And then at the bottom, it's got a desk so you can do your homework. Linda, and you have bunk beds, Rufus? <laughs> Not know. quite yet, because I can't <laughs> I can't climb up one. <laughs> Maybe that's where she wants to put you. <laughs> I can't climb down either. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and that was a, and that was a great example because again, that's a that's a pure one. I mean, that's a thirty one hundred dollar bed, brand new. Pottery, that's right. Thank you, Pottery Barn, and brand new is like thirty one hundred dollars. We sold it for what three seventy five, three hundred seventy five dollars. So holy. huge, huge. And I discount. love all your lighting fixtures. Oh, yes. I mean, you you want to trade out a lighting fixture in your kitchen or dining room or something the whole selection of them over there absolutely we've got you know i mean toilets and sinks i mean really uh, we try to keep as much out of the landfill as we can we try to make sure that we can uh, reuse items and people can come in and i mean it, again they're in great condition i mean they might as well continue using it and making good use out of out, out of the items that are a lot of in. builders when they're tearing down or remodeling homes yeah. they'll take out uh, uh plumbing fixtures and and so forth like that and donate it to habitat because it can be as the store says reused exactly exactly and that's exactly what happens and we do i mean we we love the deconstruction projects because exactly builders have to take these things out when they're renovating so if we can again take those items and someone can use them in their house someone else can use i did that um, with one of my houses we um someone deconstructed a cabinet set out of their house and then i bought it and put it in my house and it looked great and so it was really able to be reused in that same sense do you play the piano I don't. I mean, I thought we could have a little, I mean, you have a piano over there. I thought we, we could do. have a little ambiance in the background, a little background. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I could do like heart and soul. That's about <clears throat> it. Olivia, do you play the, do you play the piano? Chris, you don't play the piano, do you? Okay. Oh, well. It was just a thought. Yeah, yeah. Rufus was ready to sing. Well, Rufus can Absolutely. sing. But, uh, you know, Your I mean, wife is the one that plays the piano. That's right, but she's not here today. Oh, she's, you should have invited she's, her. Uh, she's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. so. I didn't break she my can't. piano. I left it in the front hall. Do you know how to play the piano? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I how about I, how about go over there and play a little, <laughs> little couple little numbers for us while we're talking? And, it's uh, lovely background music. Makes it a little more inviting. Kind of a little Holiday Inn bar. <laughs> Thank oh, you very much, Chrissy. Thank you. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up, 919-860-9783. We're at 181 High House Road in Cary. But if you're coming in via Chatham Street, Tom, they'll run into what? It's a Fall Farmers Festival, I think is what it's called on Chatham Street. Yeah. And they've got the they got the street uh, near Ashworth uh, Pharmacy in there. Right. They've got it all blocked off. But you can get on. You can go around the block and, and hit Harris. Nice again. guy who listens to us on Weekend Gardener gave me directions. Yeah. And I told him I said, Well, I'm going to be with Rufus and Mike. 
uh, in just a few minutes if I can ever find the doggone place. It's <laughs> nice to drive up to a stoplight and the guy says, "Aren't you Tom Campbell?" <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. I've seen you. More of the weekend gardener coming up. It's nine forty-six. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Uh, Mike Riley here, and uh, Ann Clapp is beside me. Brother Rufus Edmonston is there. And uh, Tom Campbell is right there. Uh, he, uh, of course, was my general manager at WPTF many years, 40 years ago, and uh, ran radio stations, yeah, uh, the early 80s. Yeah. So um, you've, ran, you've run radio stations, TV stations, TV shows, uh, NC Spin, of course. Uh, NC Spin you can still uh, find online. Yeah, uh, and some of our old shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you still write all Columns over the place. Columns every week, yeah. I know you're in uh, the Chatham newspaper. About 15, 18 papers a week. And, uh, of course, on Facebook and a lot of places, uh, you you always have something you want to say and something on your mind. And now I can say what I think. Well, because, (laughs) yeah, before I felt like I had to sort of be Switzerland a lot of times. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you were the moderator uh, quite often. But, uh, gosh, you had such really smart people on that show. We really did. MC Spin. And and I miss it. And one of the most popular ones is sitting over here to the side. That's right. His quips. Was Rufus. Rufus. Why did you always cut me off? Because you got so long winded, Rufus. I just, I needed, I needed a 20 second answer. And you wanted. Your style for that show was, was based on a PBS show to a certain extent. McLaughlin Group. Yeah. So that was fast paced, Rufus. You got to get with the times, man. It's fast. Wrong. Everything's fast. John McLaughlin. But but the other part about it was, uh, I told I told you many times. This is television. We talk in sound bites. You're an attorney. You were a lawyer. You're used to talking in paragraphs and pages. That's right. And not that what you had to say wasn't good. It was just too long. Yeah. <laughs> we're always having to. That's right. Go and wind it up, baby. Wind it up. Sam I was going to get an Raleigh. electric plug and put it a prod and put it in your seat or something sam <laughs> sam is going to come over here and and uh give us what for uh because he's been waiting so long sam how are you my friend i'm good i've been waiting since seven o'clock this morning oh my gosh you're kidding no, not really not really yeah, okay <laughs> uh what that you know it probably feels like it It feels like well, that's fine i've been doing other stuff hey yeah. so trimming i've got some boxwoods is this an okay time to trim it? Or is it too late in the year to trim them back? What, what boxwoods? Yeah, I don't I know. Hope you, I hope you can cut them back because I just finished doing some. <laughs> Pam, Pam, what okay. do you do? Pam, Tom, um, I Rufus. Don't, I don't trim them now, and I'll tell you why, Sam. Um, it, sometimes uh, pruning something triggers growth, and any right. new growth yeah, that does. comes out is going to get hit by frost. And mm-hmm. so I would wait until closer to Christmas time, and that way you can use them in your decorations and stuff like that too. Anne, I know you've done that before. Used uh, boxwood and and different things and and so, so let me let me clarify. So 
you're saying that I can or cannot trim them now. Well, Pam, Pam, uh, Pam doesn't. Ann does. You can uh, split the difference, or you can go with whomever you'd like. Well, I've okay. pruned them all times a year, and it doesn't seem to have any adverse effect. Yeah, Rufus. Rufus says that he uh, he he does it all kinds of times a year, and he no, has no his. adverse impact. Okay, Pam's just Pam's a stickler. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, Pam's I'm by the book. Get it right. <laughs> Pam's I'm, by I'm the book. Trying to be scientific, Mike, is um, you know when you realize there's a cause and effect. Yeah. And you know any any trimming pruning stimulates growth. So, mm-hmm. you know, just keep that in mind. And that's a, especially okay, we'll important with something like a gardenia. Yeah. Which uh, is not all of them are as cold hardy as as we might like here. So, sure. yeah. yeah. I've got one other question real quick if you got the time. Yes, sir. Sure, okay, sir. My arborvitaes are dying, which has been a problem. Um, I want to replace them. I listened earlier while I was holding the Wolf Fleming Holly. Yeah, would be would it be a good replacement? I've, I've had very bad success with arborvitaes. I don't know if I've killed them with too much watering. Someone said that basically drowned their roots; they couldn't get any. Yeah, yeah. water. They yeah. most plants do not like to be overwatered or to. Uh, yeah, and it was by accident. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Nonetheless, yeah, hollies are very resilient in this area. Well, that's what I'm looking for. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, um, the Will Fleming is a is a very um, sheer holly. It is. um, It you can see through it. Is your goal with the arborvitaes um, as a focal point or as a screen? Uh, Screen. What were you hoping to do as a screen? Screen. Want to screen my neighbors out? Yeah. Do they uh, do they know that is I mean do you need a lawyer too we got a lawyer right here we need lawyers no okay well he doesn't really know much about it because they've all got arborvitaes too (laughs) right right right. probably a place from every year too yeah yeah here's the deal there are better hollies Um, there are hollies like the old fashioned Mary Nels and then Nellie R Stevens you know has had several new generations of hollies that have come down the pike that are going to grow quickly, fast. Um, they aren't going to need a lot of babying. They're going to be nice and thick and dense. They will give you that deep, dark green with a sheen that I find is That's really fine. lovely in the wintertime. Um, so, so what was it, the name of it again? Well, there's Mary Nell is, is the one that I happen to have that I, I really am fond of. But um, there are some new ones out in the trade. There's um, an oak leaf holly that you can get. There are so many different types. But what I like about the hollies, too, is the bees adore the flowers. You do get berries if you've got some female hollies in there. Um, you get the berries in the wintertime. And um, just like the boxwood, you could do some light trimming and use that as a decoration in the house. And the We've got the Nellie Stevens, and, and I tell you, once you it's get great. them watered in, Yep. They're there. Yeah, I mean they they get they, hu- they could get. You don't huge. have to do a lot of watering of yeah. them at all. I want them to grow fast and get big and thick. That's my goal. The Nellies they will do that. The Nellies will relatively do speaking. Uh, yeah. The and they Mary won't grow Nellie as fast as you probably want. Generation of Nellie R. Stevens. So there's there's okay. lots of good plants out there. Yeah. Okay. Right. Very good. Thank Sam, you thank you so much for your patience, my friend. You're welcome. I appreciate your time. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye.
All right. Uh, well, we, we have about a minute uh, before we go. We're at Habitat for Humanity Restore. There are restores uh, all over the place. Please take advantage of that and, and go in and find something nice. Uh, contribute. Uh, there are homes that are being built. You can contribute your time with that. Check their website. Uh, we are at 181 High House Road in Cary and this location. And you're welcome to come by if you'd like. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll get more about their hours and so forth. We'll talk more about uh, the homes that they're building. They have a home on uh, the Parade of Homes, which is very popular in the fall in this area. Coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. More coming up on the Weekend Gardener. <laughs> 